Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Magic Beans podcast. This is episode 108, and we've got a special episode this week. Uh, my name is Chewy, and I am joined by the one, the only, Azzy G. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm fantastic. How are you going? Yeah, very, very good. So tonight we thought we'd do a bit of a spotlight on some of your recent success in the ESL ANZ Champs. Um, we can talk about uh, your experiences playing in that, your uh, your deck choices, and uh, yeah, your experiences playing in the in the top eight, and just like crushing people with a particular tribal deck that I'm really excited to talk about. Excellent. Yeah, I, I, I hope I hope you've got lots of notes and ready to, to share. And as as Cracker finds himself being an influencer and then just running into your deck on ladder, going, "Why did I talk about this on a podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, I just wanted to have a quick shout out to our sponsors, which are Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar. They are a Facebook auction group where you can bid on physical Magic cards every single night. Premium auctions on the weekend. And they've just got a new service where you can win it now, where it's a first in, first served, uh, a bit of a different format, but absolute bargains. Lots of playsets, very, very cool new feature on Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar. Uh, to find Josh and Pat's, jump over to jpmtgbazaar.com.au. You'll be redirected straight to the Facebook group. You can get bidding. And when you, when you do win and you pick up a bargain, Please tell them that the Magic Bean sent you. Okay, now that that is out of the way, let's get into the topic. And so topic number one that we want to talk about is is who is Azzy G? Azzy G has been in and around the Magic Beans Discord for a little while now and it's been showing up at the top tables, if you like, and top eights on the ANZ champs. But tell us, mate, about uh, how long you've been playing Magic, what got you into Magic, and uh, how you discovered uh, the Beans and, and the e- ESL Champs. So, firstly, I've been playing Magic for probably six years now, since I think I started in Magic Origins pre-release. So that's going back you know, about six years now. Yeah, the original Flip Planeswalkers, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yep. Not that I opened any on pre-release day, but... Not that yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I started then and... I just enjoyed playing pre-release and playing with friends and casual decks and that sort of stuff. So it probably wasn't until, you know, like I think it's Shadows over Innistrad where I actually found myself playing in a competitive event that I didn't realise was a competitive level event. Um, I just wanted to play Magic at the local game store and there was prizes on the line. Okay, so was that like a like a PTQ or something that you'd stumbled into or, or, or an yeah. FNM that... No, it was actually a um, PTQ that I stumbled across. And um, it was, funnily enough, I ended up coming second with my no homebrew. No way! <laughs> That's incredible! And uh, oh. I was sitting in the top eight and everybody was talking about going somewhere and I was like, what's a PTQ? Um, <laughs> so I'm not sure they were too happy about that. But <laughs> I think I, I, think oh. I accidentally... Uh, a method against the meta deck. I think it was like Bant Company at the time. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. I remember losing to that deck a lot in in that uh, in that particular standard. I tried the black white control deck, which was kind of was supposed to be the answer to that deck, and <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a lot of success. Shorty um, from the from the Beans had a fair bit of success in that in that meta, but 
uh, yeah, it wasn't my wasn't my best return. But uh, so, what did you play? What was your homebrew? Uh, funnily enough, it was my homebrew of Red Black Vampires at the time. Okay, like, um, with I think it was playing Olivia that gives creatures haste when they enter, and then Thunderbreak Regent and all that sort of stuff. So it was just big hasty flyers. That, that that's some good magic cards. Reflector Mage, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I I like that, and uh, we'll get into it a little bit later. But sensing a bit of a theme from you, Azzy G. So yeah, yeah. Bit of, bit of a fan, so I, uh, I, I like that, so consistency is good, and, you know, we don't want to be pigeonholed, but, you know, some people like Reanimator, some people like Mono Red, some people like Artifacts, particular tribes seem to speak to people, whether it's deliberate or not, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think across my whole competitive career, I sort of found myself playing tribal decks, so it's a bit of a thing. Yeah, nice. Okay. Uh, you weren't around playing when slivers were a thing. Uh, I think that turned a lot of people off from a, a, a tribal perspective, but uh, it's definitely gotten better and, the yeah, the human support and merfolk support and, you know, uh, in recent sets with obviously vampires and werewolves and, and things, they've actually become a viable strategy, which is, you know, it's fun. It's fun to play those decks, I think. it's a, I'm glad they exist in the meta. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're easier to build than most other decks as well, which is always nice. Yeah, less of a sort of a barrier to entry, which is fantastic. Absolutely. So from your almost Cinderella story from your uh, emergent PTQ uh, to top eights of, of the ANZ champs. So you obviously discovered Arena uh, along the way and, and started playing that. Was that was that something during the pandemic or were you playing that before, uh, before COVID hit? Um, so I was playing a little bit, but obviously I had other things on during the week and stuff. So I played nowhere near as much as I did through the pandemic. So, sort of got it. It was a bit of an obsession during the pandemic. I think played a little a bit good, too much. That's <laughs> a it's a good way to pass the time. But yeah, obviously uh, we we're all looking for that distraction at that time. So yeah, absolutely. And then you heard about the. So who, who did you find out about the Magic Beans first or the ESL? Did you find out about us through them or them through us, or was it completely separate? Um, funnily enough, I found about, out about ESL, I think, the night before their first qualifier in the first season, and I hadn't played Standard in about two years, so I just had to sort of find a deck and roll with it. And then I think it was probably event two or event three, might have been Shorty posted, come check out our podcast in the ESL Discord, and that's how I found you guys. Fantastic. Uh, Shorty's got no shame. You'll, you'll learn that about him. Uh, that's why we love him. Uh, so have you you played in the last Magic Beans League event, I believe? Yeah, yeah so I played in the, what was it, Innistrad Midnight Hunt League and yep. got um, crushed by a lot of people, including including Stu. He, he rolled me over with his mono green. Oh, mate, you have to come back for some vengeance because, uh, yeah, no one likes getting beaten by Stu. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> no, he can play. He's, he's, he's our resident noob, but he is, uh, he's developing very quickly. He's, he's certainly no slouch. So, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's amazing. Uh, so yeah, hope to see you next year in our leagues. And, uh, when we do our league draws, when we see, certain names we do think all oh, this might be the the group of death and it's often a debate uh over which group is the hardest and uh you know you we've seen your name up in lights a little bit so having azzy g in the group may uh 
may cause some people to, you know, gulp a little at that matchup. So uh, you're one of the the hurdles people will have to get over if they if they want to compete for those sweet sweet prizes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so the the ESL the ANZ champs. Uh, as I've alluded to a couple of times, you made a couple of top eights in those. So uh, the first deck that you just rolled with, did you have success straight away or is it something you had to sort of develop and find the right deck for? So the first deck I tried was, you know, I don't ever play control decks and I tried a Sultai Ultimatum deck at the time and I just got crushed in the uh, first qualifier. Um, it's not my play style at all, so I had to go back to the drawing board. Um, and then I think event two, I moved to everybody's uh, least favorite rogues. I think it was at the time, and that oh the blue black rogues with the the crabs and and the, yeah yeah yep. yep. But I ran into you know every aggro matchup possible, so that wasn't ideal. Yeah, the matchup lottery actually exists. Unlike the shuffler being broken, I think I think the shuffler is fine, but the matchup lottery is a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I think. For event three, I went with a uh, Tima Luca build, which sort of just aims to cheat out Coma and then win from that. And then I just missed out on top eight with that, which was, you know, a good sign. It encouraged me to keep going. Fantastic. And then the fourth event, I moved on to, because that was, you know, a week after rotation or something, because they had all the issues with the arena client with the new, of course, new rotation. Yeah. Um, so I played some Boris Boris deck. We played Skyclave Apparition and Brutal Cathar and everything. And at the time, it was a uh, much like my first competitive experience. It just seemed to go well against the meta at the time, which was a lot of tokens and chariots and whatnot. Ren and Seven, I think it was as well. And you just so got, like, got yeah, under him and around him and away you go. That's right. And Brutal Cathar against tokens was, you know, very brutal. And Portable Hole was an all-star. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, good meta choice. That's fantastic. Uh, so did you top eight with that one? Uh, yeah, that was the one I won the event four with. So fantastic. I, I just scraped into top eight, which was like I think four and two record and then went on a dream run in the top eight somehow and managed uh, to get it. the victory and that got me into the championship stage with just enough points. Fantastic. Uh, and then uh, so how did you go in the championship stage of that one? Um, I came, ended up coming second, so I lost to a blue-green ramp deck in the end, but I, I ran the same Boris deck back in the championship stage and it uh, worked out. Fantastic. That's that's pretty successful. And then they had their second series uh, pretty almost back-to-back. The They wanted to get sort of two seasons or series in before, before Christmas this year, so uh, they jumped into having events with only a couple of weeks gap, but... Uh, you weren't able to play in the first couple of events? Yeah, so I had a newborn the night before the first event, and so I couldn't play in it, obviously, um, which, you know, great thing. But And then I had Absolutely. a wedding. I- yeah, I had a wedding the following weekend as well, so I missed out on those two events, and so we had to move on to event three. Uh, so I guess, you know, for all the hardcore Magic players out there, in, in case you're wondering, having a baby and, and, and having a family member's wedding are very valid excuses for, for not playing in Magic tournaments. Some There are some players out there that uh, it would be a, a really difficult choice for them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think you played the long game well there. Uh, but from event three, 
you were able to, you know, find some spare weekends and you came in with another brew, right? Yeah, that's right. So I picked up, uh, you know, my favourite archetype, Red Black Vampires. It was doing well. So yeah, we're going full circle here, almost like this was planned. It's not. <laughs> uh, this is just great. So Red Black Vampires from your first PTQ up to the uh, Australian New Zealand champs. So uh, yeah, how did you... How did you land on that deck? Was it just going back to Old Faithful because you saw it was a, a viable option or did you find it somewhere on, online or how did you arrive at that, that particular list? So I knew I wanted to play Vampires. That was my go-to no matter what sort of form it came into. But um, I was watching a bit of Yellow Hat and he was streaming it and was finding a bit of success. So I sort of took his list for a bit of a spin and it was actually performing really well even under my control instead of his, um, which is nice. Bit of a difference between him and, like, us mere mortals, so no shame in that. Yeah, absolutely. So I just sort of took his list for a spin in uh, Event 3 and it just sort of worked out and managed to, uh, I think it was 4-1 in the end, and managed to make the top eight. Fantastic. And I think it was around that time I decided to see if I could brew some vampires and I sort of slapped some things together and put it out on, on the Magic Beans Discord. And uh, that's when, you know, you and I first interacted on, on the Discord and uh, I really liked the list. And, yeah, I took it – I played it from gold to diamond um, through uh, through just like best of one, mostly on my phone. Uh, so, yeah, a, a bit of success myself and I – learned a lot about sequencing and it had been a really long time since I'd played a tribal deck. So I, I found it really, <laughs> really fun and fun and interesting. So, uh, and yeah, you had some success with that over, over the next couple of events, right? Yeah, that's right. So I think in event four, I took it back to the drawing board and tried to, uh, fix a few things up for like the control matchups and everything. Um, uh, and it seemed to work because I was playing mostly control on the ladder. I think I was like, 21 and 10 against is it and wow esl was mostly is it and grixis and all those sorts of things so i was sort of banking on playing against those and it panned out well so for those out there still struggling against those those decks what what were what were those changes specifically was it uh something as drastic as main deck duress or was it uh some other technology that that helped shore up that matchup yes i Basically, just added a duress and added the off-tribe graveyard trespasser. So, you know, trying to attack there when they want to bounce your creatures back to hand, force them to, you know, use their extra resources by discarding card and stuff like that. So I wanted, you know, tough to deal with threats, and if they were bounced, you got some value in some regard. Okay, yeah, because that Fading Hope is a, a really innocuous card, but does a lot of work against uh, the aggressive decks for these is it deck so uh great choices i think that's 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 really good to uh to do that and particularly when you get to that top eight stage when deck lists are open and uh you know they're going to be worried about that duress and it may actually cause some mulligans if they have a hand that you know is all expensive spells or uh, you know only two lands in an iteration just the threat of duress may cause them to uh to send that back so i i like that the one of fun of is uh is, is really really good so uh and and you made some top eights with that uh, along the way and, and a top four amongst yeah. those i believe yeah, as well so event three was a top four 
that's uh, that is fantastic. I, I love seeing yeah the uh, the the tribal decks crush it and yeah for uh, for anybody who isn't in the Beans Discord, uh, you had like a, a proper fan club going on from on, both in the chat and in the uh, the events channel on the Beans Discord. So I hope you felt the love. We were definitely behind you. Uh, we uh, yeah we were definitely all cheering you on from our from our lounge rooms. I certainly feel the love. I, um, I've never been cheered on before, so it's actually pretty amazing. It's good. Love everyone out there. You're part of, part of the Magic Beans family now, mate. So, uh, I'm it's, feeling uh, it. Excellent. Excellent. So, yeah. So thanks so much for your, uh, for, you know, sharing that with us, uh, the today and, uh, for all those, uh, who were thinking you were going to miss out on a, on a Magic Beans episode. Uh, you've got a very, very special one with our special guest, Azzy G. So, uh, before we go, mate, if there's any, any socials or a stream that you would like to share, if you do that yourself or, uh, anybody you'd like to, to shout out or, or say g'day to, uh, the, the floor is yours before we wrap up. Uh, I don't really do socials or streaming much at all. So I'll leave that. But, you know, my lovely fiance who tries to convince me to play when, whenever she can because she's bored sitting at home doing nothing so she likes to watch me play um and just friends like wayne chris matt that i play magic with a lot excellent Um, so that's about it if so wayne chris and matt uh make sure you take as much credit for azzy g's success as possible because he couldn't have gotten where he is without you guys and um mate I, i I was going to say, if you didn't already have a ring on your fiance's finger, if she's willing to sit there and watch you play magic, she's definitely the one. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's incredible. So, uh, shout out to your, your amazing fiance. Uh, I hope, uh, hope everything's going well with the bub. And yeah, I really hope to see you, uh, next year in the Magic Beans tournament series and in and around our Discord. It's been great chatting to you today. And yeah, uh, enjoy the, uh, the time with the family over the Christmas break, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, same to you. Hopefully you have a great Christmas and uh, every, all the kids get what they want. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully there's some magic cards under the tree for me as well, as, uh, <laughs> as I always put on my wish list to, to Santa. Hopefully. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll wrap it up. So thanks very much for, for tuning into Magic Beans. If you would like to follow us on uh, Twitch or Twitter or YouTube, just search up the Magic Beans. If you'd like to follow me, I am at ChewyMTG. And uh, stay safe out there. Have a great Christmas, everybody, and we will talk to you all in the new year. Bye.